You want your five star matches? You want your thirty minute classics? Not me. Big meaty man slapping me. good ladies and gentlemen this is another episode of the slapping meat wrestling podcast my name is randall beatley we're here to do our raw review show um i'm gonna be completely honest i wasn't necessarily enthralled by this episode of raw i thought it was a very mediocre episode of of raw i didn't expect much to happen seeing that Outside of Cody Rhodes and Rhea winning the Rumble, uh, Raw didn't have much going on at the Royal Rumble event itself. Um, I knew that you know the Bloodline stuff would be addressed in video package, but we wouldn't get any of them you know live on TV. Um, so. What, what we're going to do... I'm not going to break down the matches. I'm going to be completely honest with you. Having live TV shows with, like, six matches on them, they're quite boring. I'm going to be completely honest. I was bored 99% of this um, this Raw, right? And if you go... Let's just go back a week with Raw 30. And you go back in that opening segment with the Bloodline, Right? completely enthralled me right because there was there was a reason for me to watch if if all you're doing is putting you know matches on for no reason now a lot of these matches have reason but the same way I feel about having like a tag team tournament right when they do these tournaments with the tag teams that they just did where um we're going to determine the number one contendership I don't care about the the semi-finals match all I care about is the finals right so these the matches to get there, it doesn't matter necessarily to me. And so, like, a majority of Raw was the qualifying matches for the uh, Elimination Chamber match, which will be for the United States Championship. And first off, I love that Triple H is putting this emphasis on the United States Championship. Um, it's showing me that he's going to who to treat that as the the number one belt for Raw, which shows me. And with Cody Rhodes' promo, which we'll talk about here in a minute, where he he said he's going after the Universal Undisputed, you know, champion, right? And so it's it's it doesn't seem like the plan is to split the belts, which I've been saying. I don't think they're going to split the belts. Um, maybe after Roman loses, but part of me still believes that Roman's going to win WrestleMania and that this thing is going to SummerSlam. I, I personally believe that because with the turn, now if they just did a Sammy turn and then 
nothing happened with Jay, then yeah, it's ending at WrestleMania. But with the whole Jay turning on the group thing, I think that's going to 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 get us so much further, um, or has the potential to be a bigger story than than people think it is that could push the bloodline and Roman losing the title, you know, back till SummerSlam. Um, so what I'll actually do um, after Elimination Chamber, I'm going to do a basically book WrestleMania because by the end of Elimination Chamber, we should know, um, we should have a understanding of what WrestleMania is going to look like. Um, we got a lot of matches already, you know, pointed out. Of course, we got Cody versus Roman definitely happened. Rhea came out today and picked her opponent. Like, we'll know our WrestleMania card probably by the end of Elimination Chamber. And so it's going to be me. How do we get there? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to fantasy book how we get there on one of these random, what I call, Wrestle News Wednesday. The sort of Wednesday is my... My day where I'm not reviewing anything, right? And so one of those Wednesdays after Elimination Chamber leading to Mania, I'm going to, I'll probably do it the Wednesday following Elimination Chamber, which we literally only have three weeks. So we come out, Cody does this promo, basically stating, Roman, I'm going to beat you. Basically, it's that, right? And the whole idea of, you know, when I first started in OVW, I I did this. And what what should I go back and tell that 19-year-old kid? And then he goes through his whole career. And and, and he goes and says, all, of, all that I've gone through is worth it. And I'm basically winning the title, right? It's your basic baby face, get the crowd behind you promo, right? Perfectly fine. I want more of this from Cody Rhodes. Cody Rhodes needs to be so corny in, 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 in how he acts. Like the crying and the, like he has to oversell the fact that, you know, I'm doing this for my dad, right? And so when you have Dom come out and say, I don't have respect for my dad, but I especially don't have respect for your dad. And you saw the look on Cody's face where he, you, know, you just disrespected Cody Rhodes. So now he's going to challenge you for a fight. Now, I'm not a big, uh, proponent of Cody Rhodes, you know, wrestling every single week leading up to WrestleMania because this is a big match and I would prefer Cody Rhodes to really not have that many matches on the way there. Um because the risk of injury is there and you've already made this match official, right? So so you want to try to keep it there that way it it, it will draw, right? So, um, anyway, so you get that. The, the other big thing was um, we have the qualifying matches for the Elimination Chamber. Of course, Theory's going to be in it defending the U.S. Championship. He comes out, or or we, come, we have Gargano qualify, we have Seth Rollins qualify, and we have Bronson Reed qualify tonight. All good uh, people, I think Theory wins the championship, though. Who um, retains, in my opinion. I think they're really going to build Austin Theory. Um, we get announced that the women 
Uh, overall, we'll have a the other the women's elimination chamber match um, will be a number one contendership for who faces Bianca Belair. Well, why is this happening? Well, because Rhea Ripley comes out and announces that she's going to face Charlotte um, at WrestleMania, which I assumed was going to be the match because while they while both would make sense and both would be good matches, there's history between. Charlotte and uh, Rhea that she even alluded to in her promo, and that made just made the most sense story wise. Um, it's an easy story to tell, you know. Um, and so I think Rhea's gonna win the Raw, the SmackDown Women's Championship. I think I do. I think that's how they're gonna do it. Um. And then we're going to get the winner of the Women's Elimination Chamber match facing Bianca Belair. We have four competitors. They didn't have to qualify. Essentially, they just chose the last four women other than Rhea. So it's Asuka, Liv Morgan, Raquel, and um, I forgot the other one. Asuka, Raquel, oh, Piper. Piper Niven, I think, is in it. And then the final two competitors will have to qualify. And they're doing a fatal four-way next week to, to uh, between Carmella, um, I don't even remember all four, Meechin, Candice LeRae, and one other. that, uh, um, Or maybe Piper's in the qualifier match. I don't know. At this point, it doesn't really matter. Um... Yeah, I mean, it, it'll be interesting. Um, this just leads me to believe it's going to be Roman versus Sammy in the chamber match, and we'll, we'll when we I'll do my predictions when we get to 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 that um, about three weeks from now. Um, but I mean, I, there's not much else to talk about with this. Role. Rick Rick Boogs came back. Carmella was announced as coming back. We saw a little bit of Chelsea Green. Um. The Raw in and of itself was like a very mundane show. It was background noise for the most part. For me, it was hard to, to stay focused on it because nothing was really interesting to me, right? Outside of some of the promos, you know, Cody's segment I wanted to watch. He had a match against Finn to end the show. I just, I just wasn't necessarily all that interested in the show itself, right? It doesn't mean it was bad. It just doesn't mean that, or what, the, what it, it doesn't mean that the show was bad. I thought it was decent. It's a normal Raw. I just felt coming out of Rumble, there could have been a lot more that we could have, could have built. Um, and I'll be honest, the, not, the, the focus being on sort of the black and gold era NXT style of booking where it's basically just three hours of matches with some story in between, right? Um, it doesn't work, man. It doesn't work for this audience. It doesn't work for me. I'm not saying the show's bad, but we got to do better, man. I just, you're losing. I'm going to continue to watch because it gives me things to talk about. But, and and also, I probably would be more interested if, if the announced team wasn't so god-awful. Kevin Patrick needs to go. 
Corey Graves is fine. I think Graves is fine. He's carrying the team, and it's hard to really carry it when Kevin Patrick's so god-awful. Um, with McAfee back, I really wish that they put Wade Barrett on Raw and then put McAfee with Cole and then keep NXT the way it is. And then when McAfee leaves, you just put a new person in place with Cole to replace McAfee. Um, or you put Wade back there or, or doing, do something where, um, I don't know. I just, it could just be as simple as when McAfee leaves, you throw Byron Saxton on SmackDown because he has, at least he has the experience of, of doing it. Kevin Patrick's so God awful. He really is. I'm just, I'm being honest. Like, he's just so god-awful at commentary. So maybe that's part of the reason why I'm not a big fan of Raw. SmackDown's not, outside of the bloodline on SmackDown, I don't think it's going to be any more interesting, to be honest. But, yeah, that's my review. I'm going to keep this one short. I really don't have any other opinions outside of what I already gave you. It was your normal show. We got some story being built, but it was just a lot of matches, a lot of qualifying matches. Um, and, yeah, so we'll we'll see what what goes on from here, but I'm really not looking forward to, to it getting any better. Um, I'm still excited for Elimination Chamber. I think it's going to be a good pay-per-view. I just wish the shows leading up to the pay-per-views or premier live events, whatever the hell you want to call them, were better. Like Triple H did this with black and gold NXT where like the weekly shows were just so bad, right? And so uninteresting. And then you get to the actual, you know, event on Peacock and they were bangers, right? And I just thought coming out of what we got at rumble that maybe this raw would have been a little better. Um, but yeah, it, I mean, it's like a C minus for me. It's nothing good, but it's not bad either. So, like I said, that's where we'll leave it off. Um, so, yeah, so that that's this episode of the Slap and Meat Wrestling Podcast. You can go find me on on TikTok and Twitter at We2Deep413. That's We2Deep413, W-E-T-O-O-D-E-E-P-413. Thank you for listening. I'll see you on tomorrow's episode reviewing NXT.